Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon. Welcome, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And I, as you've already heard, our little chair by the fireplace is once again filled <laughs> with the size six shoes of Julia Cobbs. Thanks, Donnie. Uh, Welcome Thank you. back. Hello, people. Hello. It's been a while, stranger. It has been a while. It has been a while. And the sun is out. Imagine. Boy, that changes everything. Honey, well, enjoy it while it lasts, because tomorrow it is oh, not going to be around. Yeah. <laughs> We've had it for a while, so it feels good. But it does. thanks. Oh my gosh, I've missed like everything. Pretty Two much. babies were born yesterday. Uh, yeah. Serious news happened last week. I mean, so I um, haven't done anything reading any of the stuff until, of course, today, because I had to come to work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, so what do you feel like you've missed the most then? So the royal oh, baby obviously was born yesterday. Oh, all the baby stuff. My guy sends me a text. Aren't you bummed you aren't going to be there to talk about the baby? <laughs> well, we can talk about the baby now. I know. Well, we, tomorrow we're going to see a picture of the royal baby. Uh, hopefully. It's happening yeah. tomorrow. They announced yeah. that. Yes. So we'll see if that, that happens. But mm-hmm. it's just been a busy, crazy, crazy runaround life that I've had. But one of the things that I think is still so much fun, because I've been hearing more and more about the tickets that we're giving away to the uh, drag um, show produced by Flip Phone Shop events. Shop till you drag. Shop till you drag. And some of the drag queens were on the red carpet at the Met Gala last night, which we're going to be talking about extensively because that was such a crazy night. But this is going to be on Sunday, May 19th at Rosedale Center at 2.30 in the Van Mar Court. All we... The, there's no tickets left. I think it's sold out, isn't it? It, it is. Just our VIP Just our VIP. So these are hot. This yes. is the only way you're going to be able to get in. And it's VIP when you win tickets with us. And you'll be able to meet all of your favorite drag queens. And Carson Kressley, who's hosting the whole thing. And he's going to be on our show next week. I cannot Fun. wait. This, this is really... I got really excited for this watching... The camp theme last night of the Met Gala, watching the red carpet, and I just think it's going to be amazing. So we're going to be giving away those tickets, and it's just the hot ticket center. And does it end with that's hot or? Uh, I have to locate it. Okay, well, Donnie <laughs> will find it. I'm not sure where we're going to play it, and then we'll remind you that we played it. But we're going to do that <laughs> next hour. We're going to be giving that away. We have Fine. Brian uh, from Paula's Trace on to talk um, chemicals in our makeup and what's good and what's bad, not so good. And a lot of other things, and I understand there was quite a Sex Monday uh, vacation, Lori and Julia, yesterday, Danny. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. So yeah, we're going uh, to revisit that at 3. Thoroughly three. enjoyed it. Did oh, you? Oh, yes. Oh, boy. I was I, wiping away the tears oh. of laughter. <laughs> Stephanie and Paul said in yesterday, so neither Holly or I have heard it yet, so we're going to listen to that at no. the bottom of this hour. Oh my so gosh, how's I can't everybody wait. else? So what were you doing yesterday? Well, yesterday we, me, myself, Colleen, and Bradley 
we're doing our Bids for Kids uh, cooking event at oh, the Ronald heard, McDonald yes. House Upper Midwest. And so this is where, and you know, the fun thing is, is that this is not just exclusive to our Bids for Kids event. This is something that anybody can do. And it's you go to the Ronald McDonald House Upper Midwest. It's right there near the University of Minnesota. You get a group of people together. You bring in some food and you cook a meal for all of the family and the children that are living at the Ronald McDonald House Upper Midwest. And how, a lot many, how many were there right now? How many are there? You know, I think that there's about 100 people there right now. Okay. And, you know, these are families that have come in from all over the world. Uh-huh. Their children are receiving treatment here in Minnesota for various illnesses. It could be cancer. It could be a, a chronic immune disease, any number of things. The average family that stays at the Ronald McDonald House Upper Midwest is there for about four months. And that's right, just right. average. So, so did you, what did you guys make? Oh, and by the way. Chef Daniel Green was there. Oh, I love him. Oh, he he was incredible. Mm-hmm. We made fantastic lemon chicken, garlicky. Then we also had a pasta with tomatoes and feta cheese Yum. and a nice fresh Greek yogurt sauce. And Julie, these are things that you could make tonight in like a half an hour. Super easy, super simple. Right. But we got together with a bunch of my talkers and we cooked this meal. Fun. We didn't make the fire alarm go off once. Not going to lie. Did someone burn some grease or something? The chicken got a little hot. The wow. The fire department came over. That That's neither here nor there. But, you know, the Ronald McDonald House Upper Midwest, if you want to get involved with them, please seek them out on social media on the website. They have meals every single night, and you yeah. and your friends can go over and uh, cook for the Ronald McDonald House. It's really great. That's so awesome. that's what I was doing that's yesterday. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, I um, want to give a shout out to Lemley's um, Greenhouse in Woodbury. They, I I got excited on Sunday. I was thinking, let's buy plants. Let's go get them. Uh-huh. It's spring. It's spring. It's sprung. So they promised you, us. What'd you buy? Um, oh, um, I can't even pronounce what I buy. I buy the same thing every year. But they're, um, <laughs> they're a pretty. tropical plant. And bring in okay. your plants tonight, people, because it's going to get cold. That's all yeah. I want to say. So I'm trying to grow grass right now, um, and my plants are all in my house, ready to go out next weekend, I think, or in a couple of days. Yeah. But bring your plants in, and they just have the best stuff there. It was just really good, and I spent the day with my mom, oh. who is so darling, and everyone who meets her says, she's so happy, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> she's so wonderful. Were you guys just hanging out? We did on Sunday, and then we had the very last baseball game yesterday ever. The very yeah. not last in the life baseball of baseball game ever. Not in the world of baseball. No, 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 in, in your world. Of in baseball. my world. Oh, right. My boy playing the very last uh, college baseball game was yesterday that my son's going to play in. Um, so I was kind of bittersweet, but it was cold. It was so cold yesterday. <laughs> the hand warmers. Oh. Yeah, it you was know, cold outside. We had a great day for baseball on Saturday, which was wonderful. So we got one sunny day in Minnesota. And a couple sunny ones in Florida. And it's kind of like these that spring baseball season is just holy Toledo's. Yeah. But, um, okay, so I'm just trying to figure out how do you... And I think we spend enough time together that all of us parents are like, okay, we can be okay. Mm-hmm. We can be okay. The fingers can thaw out. And we're we're going to do this. But when we come back, I'm telling you what... Um, We need to talk about the fashion Super Bowl. I didn't even know it was happening until I got home last night and I saw (laughs) in my recordings, I was so off the grid. Well, of course, you're on vacation. That's what you do. Off the grid that I saw um, the E! Live from the Met Gala red carpet hosted by Juliana Rancic. 
And I watched the 95 minute show. Yes. Which is a long yeah. time. You went camping you, last night. So yeah. I went camping. So when we come back, we're going to talk all the facts, all the fun fashions, and ask you guys to weigh in too. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. I was going to say Monday, but it's no, not. I, 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 Every Tuesday, everybody. Tuesday. Hey, I just want to give an update on uh, Lorene and the king of our family, my brother Casey, who she's married to, just sent out a text to the family. Mm-hmm. The, a family uh, text. Okay. Oh, I feel like this is very yes, what's intimate. Up? What's up? She's had her surgery. It okay. was successful. Oh, yes. In recovery. Good. Yeah. Right. They had a blast at the jazz festival. Um, their highlight was Tom Jones. Yeah. It's not unusual. Uh-huh. She she texted me and she said, we stayed one day too long. Yeah, it was one day too long. <laughs> well, they were there, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? That's too oh, long. Yeah. 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 I always feel that way about Vegas. Vegas is a three-day event, not four. Yeah. If that. I can do three because I'll, I'll pool. Yes, if you can you know? pool yeah. in Las Vegas, you can do three days. But I otherwise, think so. Yeah. So anyway, but she's she's doing great, and uh, she's coming back to work on Thursday, so we'll see her then. Yes. Um, okay, so the Met Gala happened, and before we get into, um, you know, we have a little audio just to set it up for us. There was a funny interview on CNN with Anna Wintour that um, aired over the weekend or something, and so she's sitting there without her sunglasses on. Anna Wintour is the woman who started the Met Gala, who puts it on every year, and it's a fundraiser to raise money for the Metropolitan Art Museum in um, New York City. Mm-hmm. And it always is on the first Monday in May. Yeah. And um, so they're asking her, what is camp? Comp is an expression of everything that's artificial. A little bit fake. It's just the opposite of natural. Oh, um, okay. Something so bad, it's good. Um, style at the expense of fashion. Love of unnatural. And it's all camp was based on a 1965. Um, a Susan Sontag essay. Yes, yes. And she lays it all out. She gives the rules for camp in she this does. essay. And it's basically, why aren't people more daring with their fashions? Why not make have fun with life and experience things? So to me, camp is just over the top. And everybody had a different way of expressing it last night. And I thought for me as uh, just watching it, this was most... One of the most fun ones. And if I was going to be going to the Met Gala, this is the one I could understand. Yeah. Because like the man versus machine, mm. the science over mm. waterfalls in Japan. <laughs> right. How do you the, express um, it in an outfit? You know, yeah, the right. yellow yeah. as defined by a bee. I mean, they've had... They've oh, had you would have done really great at that, Julia. No, you know, they've had these crazy, crazy yes. things. Yeah, so, right, right. so this one, I thought as a person going, this would have been the ticket I would want. There are 500 guests that get invited to this event every year. Mm-hmm. And the co-chairs, what they have to do, and Lady Gaga was one of them, they stand at the top of these long, long steps that are full of photographers. And it was a pink carpet last night. Yep. And they have to stand in line, their four co-chairs, and receive every guest. So shake hands oh with the 500 gosh. people coming oh. up. Whoa. So, oh, I know. And it is, it's really amazing. So here's a, just a little setup 
on the evening from Good Morning America. Nothing is popping today more than the Met Gala, of course. So we are dedicating this entire pop news to the night, the Super Bowl of fashion. It was all about fun, thanks to the theme for this year's ball. It was called Camp, exaggerated, outrageous, over the top. And oh, yes, the stars did not disappoint. And so... Let's get through it. And if yeah. anyone wants to weigh in on what they loved or didn't love, we've got an open phone line. I kind of have a horse throat. It'd be kind of nice to have <laughs> really? well, 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 so, so we want to get down to it, Julia. Who was... Well, it, it was all over the board for me. It was all over the board. Yeah. So are we going to base it on who is like the most beautiful, who executed the theme best? I, we don't have to. I just think we should talk about it. Well, I don't want to have to decide. Okay. Right well, now. okay. Well, let's, let's start with let's, Lady Gaga. Stream of consciousness she, on Lady Gaga. She was one of the co-chairs. She was amazing. So she goes, gets on the red carpet in this huge, she reminded me she was channeling Carol Channing. Hmm. Totally with the big eyelashes mm-hmm. and this beautiful magenta wrapped coat kind of like that went on forever. And you could tell stuff was under it, but I guess I didn't expect it. But she had such a hard time walking up the stairs that it seemed like, gosh, there must be something here. She came with her own performance art team. Yeah. Gentlemen in black suits with umbrellas who were dancers. Yes. And also men who helped her hold her cape. And um, she had Brandon Maxwell on her arm and he has done most of her clothes. And she kind of gave him his name mm-hmm. and so she started in that pink ensemble and then she's kind of up to the top of the steps and then she turns around and walks back down mm-hmm. and then they go into it and i'm telling you didn't you think that was pretty no one has ever turned around we've never seen the turnaround on the steps before. well right she created a performance out of it which in and of itself she was camp she was understanding the theme of the night, the costume changes, the weird radio flyer thing that she was pulling around and all the way down, stripped down to her underwear, essentially. So Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga, yes, you liked it, Julia? I loved it. You loved it. I loved it. Well, I thought the last outfit was too much. So she had four (laughs) outfits because she takes off the first one and then she's in this really pretty black gown with Mm -hmm. these two. You know, she's always been over-exaggerated in her clothes. Of course. She she is camp. She is camp. These two puffy bouffant things that hook onto her dress and she took one of them off. So she only had one side Mm -hmm. of the hip. What did they call it? They call it the hip something so Mm. funny. I was just laughing. I don't know. They called it the hip something. I can't remember. Um... And so she takes it off, and then she takes that off, and she had on, what was the next one before the um, bra and panties? You know, oh, the hot pink dress. Yes. Like Marilyn oh, Monroe yeah, yeah, yeah. and Material Girl, mm-hmm. or Marilyn Monroe and Gentlemen for, Prefer Blondes. Yes. Yes, yes. And then she came down to the hot tap pants, which yeah. might have been cabaret-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, like you said, she had a radio flyer wagon full of champagne and other things. I just thought... <laughs> Holy cow. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. She thought, her and her team thought of all this, executed it very well. So, yeah, I, she brought Can it to the red carpet. imagine working with someone that far in advance to come up with that? I mean, I just thought that That's was... That's months of planning right that there was, for her. That was something. Yeah. I loved um, Janelle um, Monet And her blinking boob. Yes. She, yeah. <laughs> she had... Christian Seriano did her ensemble. And it had... She had four hats. It's kind of like a woman who wears many hats. But it was so fun. Um, and the eye on her breast... That she had just an eye on it with the eyelashes that winked. I yes. was so jealous of that because years ago, eyelashes for headlights came out. I don't know if you remember that phase. Vaguely, yes. And I, I just do, thought Julia. it'd be so fun if you had on a button on your car that you could just wink. <laughs> but instead, now your you're car. jealous of Janelle Monet's winking boob. And she had it on her boob. I thought it was so <laughs> yeah, she was great. funny. Yes. I just thought that was so funny. All right. Who else did you like, Julia? Well, what who did else? you like? You, who you, else? I really liked. I like Katy Perry because she executed it perfectly. She went on the pink carpet as a chandelier. Yeah, the literal yeah. chandelier. She had great lighting. I was like, mm, we should all dress like a chandelier every once in a while and have that lighting follow us around. Yeah, it looked like something out of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Well, it, and she did sing <laughs> when she got up there to the top. She said, um, she sang She is a Chandelier, you know, yeah. with her beautiful voice. And then she later changed, and we could see this on Instagram. She had a lettuce dress on. And um, she was a cheeseburger. She, yeah, she was. She turned into a hamburger. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I love that. <laughs> now, on the other hand, there were celebrities there who were just lazy. Tell me who you thought was Giselle Bunchen. Oh, that was just beyond lazy. Like she couldn't even be bothered to try to do something a little fun. Carly Kloss too. So basically, all the like supermodels. I was just like, oh, you guys, come oh. on, a little bit. Well, they're about try. It. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. Okay. So right. I, I thought like back to Janelle Monet. It yeah. was inspired by Dolly and Picasso. Yes. So I just thought that was clever, and Christian Siriano is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um. Some other things that were there was like, um, okay, so Kim Kardashian, now she was dressed as water being wet coming out of the ocean. Now, I'm only thinking this was maybe from the movie 10. Uh, well, you, you thought she was doing a Bo Derek? Oh, wow. Something. Mm. I was trying to figure out what it was she was doing besides showing us her absolutely fantastic body whatever which it is was. just fine she must have been gassy but that corset that she was wearing last night i mean well she wears <laughs> that dress is kind of amazing and if you look at it up close we've posted all this on the laurie and julie show page and it's all over my talk mm-hmm. but it looks like it was dripping wet yes they had she flew to paris and worked with um Terry Lazary, what's the name of his? I'm, I'm getting the eyeglass guy mixed up with who she worked on it with. But, um, is it like Mulgara, maybe? I don't know who has designed her dress, know, but sorry. she looked wet. And then she went as water to the after party. But she looked amazing. I mean, just the detail on some of these gowns. Yeah. Showers. Showers and That's more okay. showers. We've had some sun though. Okay, I can handle it. As <laughs> far I'm, as my mental health, because I uh, thought I was going to okay. lose it last week. I know. Yeah, there yeah. has been sun. Only forty-five yes. for a high tomorrow. That's all right. That's we got forty-eight six. hours of cold, and then back to the sun by That's the weekend. All right. I can handle it. All it right. just felt to me like it was a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah I a think year without you're, sun. You're not alone. Okay, we have a ton more Met Gala stuff to get through. Um, 
but we might just want to um, listen. Yesterday, their um, vacation Lori and Julia decided to step in and take over and do Sex Monday. It's very important work. Yeah, I haven't heard this. Sex Monday, yeah. You haven't heard this? No, I haven't heard it at all. So, um, this is from yesterday's show, Vacation Lori and Julia, who I apparently... They're anxious to get back on the air and push us out. Oh, right. oh. They're really, oh. um, we get a lot of comments that people know, like true, them, sometimes mm-hmm. more than us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, job security, <laughs> don't like it too much, people, no. but let's enjoy it. All right, Sex Monday. Well, imagine my surprise as Phil and Lori when I was informed that Lori and Julia were taking some time off today, <laughs> taking some vacation. It's pronounced vacation. Let's see. What would be the occasion that both Lori and Julia are taking a day off? What could it be? Hmm. hmm. I know. It's Monday. Well, <laughs> girls, four-day weeks. Great work if you can get it. All I brought Julia, Phil and Julia, along with me today. I like to be called Vacation Julia. I know I know how to use that joke earlier, but it's, it's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> Anywho, since Lori is resting her pretty head today, I, Phil and Lori, the person who fills in when Lori decides to sleep one off, and Julia, Phil and Vacation Julia, who fills in when... When Lori tells her to stay home. Right, which I think is what happened here. Well, we were asked to do Sex Monday today, so uh, with your help, Julia, let's get started. Okay, I have much to teach all of you. Let's talk about first date sex. I talk about this a lot. I talk about sex... Constantly, in fact. It's kind of my thing. A study that supports something I've been trying to get you people to understand for the last 15 years has finally come out. Something about sex. And I think George Michael put it best when he said, Sex is natural. Sex is fun. Sex is best when it's one on one. Unless, of course, there are three or more of you and then just do whatever nature requires. Oh, Lori! All right. Here's the deal. Sex is actually best when you have it on the first date, Julia. No one ever seems to want that from me. I'm not sure why. (laughs) Yeah, it's a mystery, isn't it? Well, according to new research, almost 60% of men and women, Julia, who had sex on the first date, had it with someone who turned out to be their long-term partner. So they had the sex on the first date, like I've always recommended, and then have sex on the second, third, and fourth and fifth and sixth dates multiple times. Well, the people that did that, they stayed together, Julia. So much for the old saying. What was that saying? Uh, Why should a man buy a farm and put a cow on it or something and then kiss the cow and ask her for free milk? Yep, that's it. But then the cow gets the milk for free anyway. I love that one. I know. No, buy the milk and get two free cows. Is that it? Old McDonald had a farm. Yeah, you, you people know what we mean. We're going to move on to millennials, Julia. Oh, I moved on to millennials. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you did, Julia. The last year's been filled with them, hasn't it? Well. Or you've been filled with millennials. Oh, I don't know no! which way it goes. I don't get it. This is the update about millennials, okay? Millennials are not having sex. That's according to a study in the Washington Post. 2018 was the most sexless year for millennials. Most sexless year for millennials? They had the least sex in 2018. I bet you wonder why. Well, it certainly wasn't the case for my 2018, but go ahead. We understand that, Julie. You've said that a few times. The study cites stress and a lack of time and energy. Oh, come on, millennials. No kidding. What are you, my mom? (laughs) Anyway, 
the biggest reason for the lack of sex is that millennials, get this one, Julia, they're more risk averse than previous generations. They stay home. They play video games. Okay, are they playing video games or are they playing Risk? No, Risk Averse, Julia. <laughs> it's not a board game. They don't like to take risks. Averse. Okay. Like Universe, but Risk, and it's Averse of Risk, so it's kind of upside down and backwards from... You're uh, making it verse. Kids, listen to Aunt Lori. You have to take risks, and you have to have sex. Do what us boomers and Gen Xers did to feel sexy. Okay, Julie, you'll remember all of this. I think so. Get a home perm. Yeah. <laughs> Put on your nicest cowl neck sweater. You know, I went with um, denim overall shorts was my sexy look back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that was a hummer. Uh, put that under an embroidered denim vest. Spray on some Charlie cologne. Get out to a singles bar. Look for a guy with a mustache, a hairy chest, Sansibel pants, and a gold nugget pinky ring. And get it on. Bloomington Strip, here we come. and post on my way. All right, millennials. In a nutshell, leave your house, okay? It's not that hard to do. If you want to have sex, you must leave your house. Turn off the porn box 360 or porn station 4 and get out there and join us out at the singles bars. All right, Julia, that's great. But remember, millennials are risk averse. Isn't that a position? Like risk averse cowgirl or something? That's not even close, but thanks, Julia. Thanks for playing. I'm trying. All right, so that wraps up Sex Monday. Fill in Lori and fill in Julia. Have a good Monday. Bye. Oh, my oh, gosh. Was that designer <laughs> I mean, imposter perfume? Are oh you boy. just <laughs> happy they to see me? So They're funny. so, so funny. Yes, funny. they are. Did we learn anything from that sex Monday that we can take uh, away? Get yeah. out of your house and yeah. do yeah. something. Get out of your house. Ha- preferably someone is yes. what we learned there. <laughs> and and good luck. Remember they remember four ninety four strip. It used to have like the rusty scupper. We talked about the this rusty yesterday. Oh, you scupper? Now Paul McGuire Grimes yeah. was uh, completely clueless what we Stephanie mm. and I were talking about, and he stayed out of it. Stephanie and I were talking about Eddie Webster's. Oh yeah, the rusty scupper. Oh yeah, at Chi Chi's Maximilian's Disco. Oh god. <laughs> so explain to me because I'm as clueless as Paul McGuire Grimes. These yeah. were just o- old school restaurants on four ninety four. Yeah. Yep. In Bloomington. In Bloomington. They were meat markets, let's they put were. it that way. Oh, <laughs> they, it's boy. like the new yeah. one. What's the new one called out in the Burbs? Mm. Oh, come on. Uh, I, don't I don't know. I'm All sorry. Right, I'm not into it's, suburban yeah. meat markets, if but please tell think, me. No. Where? It's... it's in uh, Ridgedale, and there's also one in Eden Prairie. Oh, the fireplaces. Yeah. The one. Oh, What's yeah. it? Sto- Stone? Stone Mill. So, Stone, no, that's Stone a, Ridge. Stone. Stone, Stone something. <laughs> Stone bodies. Stone. Stone bodies. Stone something. Yeah. I can't think of the name. It's, is it Wildfire? Wildfire Eden Prairie. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, 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 no. I don't I don't think so. That might All be right. one of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I can't say that I have been recently to a suburban meat market, but we would like to be informed just in case oh, somebody wants to days. go. Oh, Donnie. <laughs> Had a couple is of it- wild nights. Uh, is it is it Redstone? Yes, Redstone. 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 Oh, look. Go. All right. Thank it's, you. Yeah. Redstone. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Julie remembers the, as we used to call it back in the day, Holly, we just called it the scupper. Oh. Didn't even bother with Rusty. It was just the scupper. That sounds like a rash on a place where you don't want a rash on <laughs> that gotta, place. I gotta be honest, because I was gone a lot of the 80s. 
Yes. But um, <laughs> geographically speaking, you Ge- were gone from the 80s. <laughs> I, was, I was not living here, but right. um, at the end, I, um, yeah, you I went, did make it by those places. You did swing by, hang out mm-hmm. to the disco on 494. I did, and then I just hung out at Runyon's and the place next door. And then it was just Minneapolis all the way. All right. Before uh, it was four, before four ninety four went in, when it was still Highway twelve, there were a bunch of places along there too. Oh yeah. What was the place that looked like an old mine shaft? Do you remember that? Uh huh. It was a Greek place, yeah. but before that, it was El Toritos or yeah, something. something like um, that. It was a Mexican place. And there was yeah. Stuart Anderson's Cattle Company. Yeah. I mean, uh, that doesn't. Oh, that yeah. was the place. Grandma came to town, and she was going to take you to a classy restaurant. Mm-hmm. We would go to Stuart Anderson's Cattle Company and their dark booths with the rye bread. Mm-hmm. Sophisticated. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Do you remember Mother Tucker's? I do. Okay, I was a waitress there. Wow. And every table had to get a hot loaf of bread. <laughs> you remember? And I worked in the one in yeah. Rosedale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a limited run for me. No. Um, <laughs> don't have so fond memories. No, Donnie, I waited tables everywhere. I, well, I know. But you I did mean, a three-week tour duty at every restaurant really. in the greater Twin Cities. No, I upgraded. I'm, I was a, I'm very good at waiting tables. Oh, That's a skill okay. set that maybe I can go back to someday. Yeah, well... That and computer programming. Phil my and other Lori and Julia can keep gaining in popularity. You may have to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? It's something. On, watch out. It's yeah. something that, you know, we have had to worry about because it's nuts. But I mean, that was really because there used to be just more places to hang. You know, now oh, yeah. feels restaurants are more food oriented. Oh, <laughs> imagine that. It's not the same. I miss those days. I mean, really. They've changed. <laughs> they People really actually have... eat the food. Yes, my Imagine gosh. Imagine that. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Now, when we come back, we are going to talk. Um, we have um, Brian Barron on, and he is with um, Don't Go to the Cosmetic Counter Without Me, Paula's Choice. Yes. And he always is full of information. But today, there's people calling in, Donnie, that I think went to or these meat markets. Either that or they're telling us it's Redstone, which we figured out. Yes, we did. Um, yes. But we're going to get summer ready. We are going to get our skin summer ready. Yes. We will be right. Also, you were going to ask him about that. Thousand is on the second page there. The the, the uh, what do you mean? Yes, you yes. wanted him to weigh in on that thousand yes. dollar cream or whatever it is. It's a thousand dollar cream that I've heard some people are using, and I want to know if it's if it's worth it. I'll figure out the celebrities. Okay. I forgot their names. That was last week. <laughs> Mama said, "Don't give up. It's a little complicated. All tied up. No more love, and I'd hate to see you waiting." Telling us um, really the science behind some of the products that we should be putting on our face and others that we shouldn't. And we're delighted to be talking to you, Brian, today about skin creams. Hi, Brian. Yes. Hello. Hello. How are y'all doing? We're good. So tell us the difference, you know, with some beauty truths about the, the natural skincare products we think we're putting on our faces and bodies. Right. So I, I do, I have a, I have a bulleted list to go over for that. Natural ingredients are showing no signs of slowing down. <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad thing because okay. there are a lot of natural ingredients that are great for your skin. Right. The trick is knowing what those are. Uh, and c- because the, the first truth in beauty, there are good and bad natural ingredients, just mm-hmm. as there are good and bad synthetic ingredients. So just because an ingredient is made in a lab or doesn't occur, you know, doesn't come from the ground, it doesn't mean that it's inherently bad for your skin. And just because it's found in nature, let's think poison ivy, snake venom, 
certain flowers. <laughs> doesn't yes. mean that it's good for Traditionally you. Traditionally yes. nasty natural yes. things out there. So so tell it, us what some of the um the good ones are. Well, there's there's a rather there's a rather long list. Um almost almost like too many to list right now, but just off, off the top of my head, uh, some that come to mind would be any of the omega fatty acids. Those those can be wonderful. There are numerous plant extracts uh, that contain different compounds. Um, berries are a rich source of antioxidants. There is a grape, uh, p- particularly red grape, which is a rich source of the antioxidant resveratrol, yes. uh, which is also found in red wine. Although, don't take that to mean you can have more than one or two glasses because, unfortunately, you have to drink a lot of red wine to get a nutritional benefit from the resveratrol. Darn oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Noted. The baths, I'm going to stop. Okay. And then um, the bad ones, though, because you said there's some basic bad ones that I think a lot of us put on our bodies every day. Yes, that, that is true. And, and uh, you know, if, if, they're, if they're present in a product in a very low amount, I'm not going to, you know, chastise someone for that if it's a product that's really working for them. It's really what happens when you use multiple products that have these natural ingredients that aren't great for skin. And the rule of thumb is if it is a fragrant natural ingredient, uh, it's chances are it contains volatile compounds that are going to be irritating to your skin. For example, some citrus oils, which, you know, hey, what's wrong with citrus? It smells great. It's fresh. It's energizing. But some citrus oils are actually what's called phototoxic, meaning that when you put them on your skin, especially if it's a higher amount and you go out in the sun, your skin can react negatively and potentially result in uh, discoloration. Oh, is that called an age spot? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the, the thing, you know, it's not technically, but they, the, the discolorations that result can look like age spots. So you may think that you've just got a little bit too much sun. Right. But in reality, your skin is reacting to the various compounds that make ingredients like lime and bergamot and lemon smell so invigorating. So my general advice is that ingredients like that are much better for inhalation than topical application. Okay, that is just crazy because yeah. everyone says vitamin C um, serums, vitamin C. Mm-hmm. But, and, no, but that's, that's great. Vitamin C is wonderful for skin. You can take that nutrient out of the citrus fruit. Okay. Without taking everything else that comes with it. One of the examples that I like to give in terms of illustrating natural and synthetic ingredients is that synthetic ingredients are largely, uh, they can be complex, but a lot of those used in cosmetics are rather simple chemical structures. Okay. Whereas a natural ingredient, which you'll see on the label as, say, orange, orange itself has 148 different chemical compounds in it. Wow. Wow. And one of which is vitamin C. <laughs> so, wow. So I a lot of different things. You, you use pure vitamin C on your skin, then get the vitamin C um, on skin from an orange. Now, different story when you're consuming it, like orange juice. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. This, that is a really, that's an eye-opening statement. And so, Brian, knowing this about these fragrant natural ingredients, are a lot of companies uh, wary of putting this kind of stuff in their topical skin creams? Well, you know, we always say we can't, we can't know what other companies are thinking. We can only speculate. Yeah. However, the, the information on these ingredients being a problem for skin isn't hidden. It's not something only we know. It's out there. 
Um, I think what a lot of companies get into is more of a push-pull where they know that consumers want products that smell really good. It's a huge attractant to the product. Right. And I'm not advocating that you use products that smell awful. Right. But there, there are ways to formulate products so that you're not getting that unsavory aspect of some of the ingredients that may be good for your skin. Right. But they're not, not so pleasing to the nose. Right. Well, give us your list because I'm always afraid we're going to run out of time. Tell us what we should be putting on our skin. So this is just a a quick list that a lot of different skin types people can use that are primarily natural products that don't contain any of the bad stuff we've been talking about. So Alba Botanica Body Lotion Unscented Original, which you can find at most mass market stores, about $8 for a 12-ounce bottle. Uh, ELF, Eyes, Lips, and Face Nourishing Facial Oil, which is... um, Health. You can find that at Target or Ulta, about $10 for half an ounce. Um, Paula's Choice just launched our Earth Source Power Berry Serum, which has 13 different um, antioxidant berries in it. That's 31. When would you put that types. on, um, Brian? When would you, you, would, you, would put, you would put it on morning and evening um, before your daytime moisturizer or before your nighttime moisturizer. So this is always my thing when you're, you're doing the layering, when you have a serum, then you do a a moisturizer, then you do a sunscreen. How do those chemicals not break up each other's good stuff when you're doing all the layering? Oh, good question. Thank you. Uh, they are they are generally formulated to work together. There is some overlap in the types of ingredients that they contain, but from from I mean, again, I can't speak for what other brands no, are doing. Right. From, what, mm. from what we do. We're all, all of our chemists are aware of the different ingredient interactions and concentrations, uh, and we formulate around any potential issues. But for the most part, it isn't something that you need to worry about. Okay. It's, I, I often liken it to eating foods, and it's you know there's there's very few instances with food where if you follow this source of protein with this nutrient, <clears throat> then your di- digestive system isn't going to know what to do. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, that makes sense because mm-hmm. I've always just kind of wondered that. Um, what in in this? So this berry serum you've talked about because I know you know the most about Paula's Trace skincare. What right. what are these? What is this supposed to do for you? It is really about um, age. There's there's some amount of age prevention and age repair to the extent possible. I mean, obviously you can't stop aging. We're all getting older. But there are things that you can do to prevent signs of aging that you don't want to see until as you know you want to put them off as long as you yeah, can. Yeah, we yes. do. Yes, we do. So and all so- of the berries in this are just a really potent source of a wide range of different types of antioxidants that help neutralize different types of damaging molecules that we're exposed to every day, and they're collectively referred to as free radicals. Got it. So the antioxidants help to neutralize this damage before it can harm your skin. And then they contain other compounds that essentially help your skin become healthier. Okay. The more, envir- the more environmental damage we incur, which just happens with age and whatnot, the harder it is for skin to recover the way it once did. Once did. I look at my four-year-old son's skin after a day spent outside compared to mine. Yeah, and he's he's. I'm barely keeping up with his sunscreen, and I'm slathering it on myself, and I'm not looking so good. <laughs> well, I know, like I you know. said, age is something. This is so. We are, of course, are already out of time, and we didn't even ask you about Dr. Barbara Stern's face cream for a thousand dollars. Oh, 
Well, it's that I have. Let's let's save that for the next show. Okay. Yeah. Because I I kind of got down a rabbit hole looking into that product. You did. It, it's a. Uh, I did. It was just I was really. I, I was. Uh, I didn't know all of the ins and outs of it, and I, I personally, I think what she's what she's doing in terms of taking people's blood and then separating right. out the plasma compounds right. and whatnot. I, I don't think that would fly here in the U.S. because mm. of regulations. But right. for some reason, it works over in Europe, but I'm not sure why. All right, well, uh. TBD, but Donnie's going to post your list, which you always prepare for us on the Lori and Julia show page because there's a couple more products. But um, yes. absolutely love having you on. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Brian. And well, everyone thank you. Can it was go- a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, thank you. And everyone mm-hmm. can go to paulistrace.com. They really... They know the science behind the products. They're yeah. reasonably priced, and they're so smart there. Go and to beautypedia.com yeah, before you go and buy anything. Thank you, everybody. And when we come back, oh, gosh, Chef Surprise, we'll be back.